Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hey guys. That's a mouth Ooh. kiss sound for people on a Monday. Mouth kiss Monday. Floppy. Uh, don't be weird. <laughs> That's Elizabeth Reese. Hi, guys. Uh, she's in for Donna Valentine today. Donna will be back tomorrow. Remember a few um, years ago, it was during some, we won't mention any names, but there was someone that we were working with, <laughs> okay. and we were talking about making out. Now that we're coming off of you sloppy kissing well, you're sounds. You're the one who kissed everyone. Like it was into the microphone. All right. We were talking about making out. And then oh, this yeah, person yeah. said, because we were like, oh yeah, making out. Remember making out? You know, like you're married with kids long enough. It's like, oh yeah, I remember making out. But now it's like right. you're moving and grooving. And Remember when you used to make out every single day was what we yes. were talking about. Like you'd see that person and you're like, we're I making out. I need a French out. kiss with that person. Yeah, even you're out someplace and it's like you're going to do a quick make out in yeah. the public. And, yeah. and then at some point making out turns into, particularly in a marriage, it's like that is generally that is a pre- Cursor, mm-hmm. yeah, right. You know what I'm saying. You're not just making out to make out. You're making out, and then it's then Correct. then you're doing your marital duty. It's the <laughs> <laughs> duty. <laughs> it's like the blooming onion before the steak comes out. I you know it. what I'm saying. It's the appetizer, but then you're too full after the blooming <laughs> onion. <laughs> anyway, okay, no, keep going. But then this person was like, "Yeah, oh yeah, we make out every day, every day." And I mean, my head about fell off my body. I was like, in help me understand. Yeah, in the kitchen. Yeah, and then this person said, I said one of the members of the relationship is up on the counter while the other person is standing there. And I'm like, how does this not turn into the steak? Right. You know what I'm saying? And then I, they're making out. And then they're making out. Right. And then after I get, I don't know, I don't even know how long people make out for anymore because that's just... Not the state of the relationship right now. It's like, let's just make out and then put a period at the end of that sentence. Right. So I don't know. Are they kissing for like two minutes? Are their kids in the home? And then at the end of that, does the man walk into a freezer? Does he then go into a cold soak that everybody likes? What's the game plan? Because you really, if I was in a two-minute makeout session, right, and Lou was on the counter, got it. I got it. it I got it. I would have to take a long bike ride <laughs> to reacclimate <laughs> myself with what am I supposed to do next in this day? Because maybe then, then you're thinking about that for the rest of the day, and then maybe something else is going to happen later in the day. But are, but this person would suggest that it could just be its own remote activity. I think that's really healthy. You're probably right. 
I also know that it this person I think they that there's not like date nights happening all the time with this person. So get in where you fit in. So this is like the date night, which is much more economical. Do you know how expensive it is to go out on a date night, Steve Patterson? You get yourself a babysitter. You go to dinner. I mean, God forbid you order a glass of wine. Mm -hmm. You're looking at hundreds of dollars. Yeah, it can just be really expensive to maintain your relationship. I see what people are like. (laughs) It really is. And sometimes I'm like, wow, that was so expensive. Yeah. When you're like, you pay the babysitter 60 bucks, 80 bucks. You go to dinner, it's 150 bucks. Yeah, right. It just is expensive. So that's why they make out on the counter. That's why they make out on the counter. But seriously, right after the make out, though, is it the final? Okay, the <laughs> lips have now unconnected. I don't want these noises and then, from you ever. What do they do? Then Does they she... go their separate ways. Then she's like, unload the dishwasher. <laughs> she's like, go move something in the yard. And he's like, <laughs> I mean, how do you even, I just, this is an impossible situation to me. Yeah. This is very similar to, mm-hmm. this has been talked about a lot, the, the, to use gender stereotypes here, the, the male to female massage is like, I want to help work a crick in your neck out, but men are generally hoping. That's going to lead to something else. And, and on top of that, we're right. thinking with our magical fingers relaxing your back yeah how could this not turn into something how could you resist my meaty mitts you know what i mean okay so yet there is quite an ability to jay and i um hug every day like we try to do that when we see each other it's like Mm -hmm. in the morning too it's like nice like in the kitchen just like hey we're just doing nice but then what happens is like he always scratches my back which is so nice Mm -hmm. and then i scratch his back and then we stand there scratching each other's back this happened just the other day and i was like this is what we need to take a video of and post as a meme as this is truly the reason why one is married. Yeah. Is for the mutual back scratching. Yeah. Situation. Both both literally and figuratively. figuratively. What a metaphor. You know what I mean? But up on the counter making out. I'm just going to say it. It's just not happening at our house. And I respect those who it is happening for. Maybe it's just different phases too though because the person for that we're sure. thinking of sure. has children that are a little bit older. For sure than my children. I don't think that was happening when the children were two. But I'm going to clarify. Maybe, though. With this person. Some people are both just into kissing. Like they really just enjoy it. No strings attached. Right. So there are those people. Maybe there are those people. Are there breath mints always sitting out at the counter? Because what if someone just had coffee? Yeah. Or anything. I mean, very often breath un attended to yeah, is not, is not great. great. And you don't know that because you're not making out with people. This up. is the truth. But if you just, if I would just say, if I saw Lou right now, just mm-hmm. made out with her, mm-hmm. um, I can guarantee you it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever's coming out of me, you know, it's espresso. I know it's some bullcrap organic protein that sucked. <laughs> and then it's a protein bar to banana and Reese's pieces and hot tamales. Do you want to kiss me right no, now? That's a bad mixture. Of it's things. a bad mixture. It's really, um, it's fascinating. People's relationship dynamics and their level of physical affection is a really interesting study. You see someone's hand in their significant other's back pocket. You judge them, yes? Yeah. In I, the back pocket. I'm like, whatever. Yeah. You, you NASCAR people. <laughs> These are the people that would go on a wet ride at Valley Fair.
and then just put, you know, the wet ride people. And then they go on the wet ride and they're drenched. And then they're just connected. It's like they are they are joined at the hip. They're they're the dudes wearing a white tank top that is just over his body yeah. too tight, and their hands are in each other's back. There is pockets. something about a theme park that leads humans to want to stake their claim on their significant other. That's true. More than at other locations, like yeah. they want to signify to the rest of the prowling people. Yeah, this piece of meat is mine. It's mine. Mm-hmm. And I will signify that to you by putting my hand in its back pocket. Yes. Yeah. It's so fascinating. And it's always the further out of the butt cheek, the one that's not as close to you. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's not the one. That's right where you next can to physically you. direct them as well. That's leverage. That's just how. <laughs> that's like a fulcrum. I think. I don't know. If you studied physics, you probably know. It was Kennywood for us growing up. Kennywood was our amusement park. I know you've talked about Kennywood. You have really fond memories of oh, Kennywood. Gosh. For me, it was Valley Fair. Of course, you know this is where I grew up. And when you knew your school was going to be going there, so exciting. a school picnic yeah. was just the amount of attention into what you were going to wear. I know, you're just cruising for chicks. Who was your ride partner going to be? Right. Were you going with a girl or were you trying to, is this finally when you can ask Dottie to, do you want to go in the old mill? I what don't know. What is this, 1940? Did you go <laughs> to Kennywood in 1940 to go with Dottie? Just saying. But then you would meet like guys from other schools that would yeah. show up and on their bus. They were always more muscular, had more leg hair. Totally. Rick. Always cuter because they just weren't familiar. And then it was like a peacocking situation with the with the guys from your school. Mm-hmm. Middle school is a fascinating time. One that I do not desire to return to. I'll tell you that right now. My daughter is in it right now. How is I it am- going? Middle schooly. It's middle schooly. That's how I would describe it. I think I struggle with the middle school thing. This is great. We actually have a study teed up for the next segment since we didn't get to anything that I plan on talking to you about right there. Sorry. I blame Elizabeth. That wasn't my fault. You're the one who started by making out with the audience and then we had to discuss it in depth. This is why I say kissing is a slippery slope. <laughs> and yet here we are. Boom. Down the water slide we go. When we come back, there's a study for any fellas out there who want to look sexy and you're always trying to figure out. How many buttons on this button-up shirt should be unbuttoned right now? Um, The study has spoken. There's a sexiest unbuttoning that you should do. One too many is one too many. That is the truth of the matter. That one we return. It's Donna and Steve with Elizabeth filling in. It's my talk. Hello, it is Rocco for MNFatLoss.com. You know, when I started this program around St. Patrick's Day, I was in the high 190s. I'm now in the high 160s, and I'm loving it. I like the way I look. I like the fact that I have to wear a belt all the time now because my old pants are falling down. My shirts fit better. I am feeling good, and you could too. You, like me, could lose up to a pound of fat a day. Results may vary. And here's the other great part. There's an exciting summer special going on. $200 off now through July 30th, but don't wait till July 30th. Get on it now so you can look better this summer. I seriously feel better, look better, and I did it all with mnfatloss.com. I didn't count calories. I didn't exercise. I didn't eat prepackaged meals. I ate foods I liked, and the pounds just dropped off. You could do it too. mnfatloss.com. Welcome back. It's Donna and Steve, The Experience, My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Donna Valentine, she's got the day off today. Elizabeth Reese from Twin Cities Live is filling in this morning. Hi. Uh, Lexi is pushing all sorts of buttons over there on the other side of the glass. Thank you, Lexi. Uh, would you like to get nerdy right now, Elizabeth? Always. Let's study then.
Studies have shown that studies have shown that the microbial several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. It's a uh, it's a fine line if if you're a man. I suppose for a woman too, for for different reasons. But if you're a man and you're wearing a traditional button-up shirt, it's tricky to figure out if you're not wearing a tie, how many buttons do you unbutton? Yeah, because what's a good look and what's a okay, bud. One look. too many looks very like Jersey. Yes, little Miami Beach, and unless you pull off the rest of the Miami Beach vibe, it can be not great. Yeah, this was a poll that was conducted by. Do you want to guess the outlet that conducted the unbuttoned shirt? Look away from your screen. GQ magazine. That would have made sense. Instead, the Wall Street Journal did this study. <laughs> well, how about that? Forty percent of people say it is sexiest. When a man unbuttons the top two buttons of their shirt, 38% of people say they just like one top button undone. 12% like the fully buttoned up look so that nothing is unbuttoned. That's kind of a hipster vibe, though. Kind of a hipster vibe. It can, it, it can work, but yeah. you just got to be the right it's a hipster look vibe. to pull it off. I think that's more, that's a vibe. That's not about being sexy. I suppose. 10% think three buttons undone is the sexiest. I have. That's too many. I have dabbled with three before just a couple of times. Too Don't much. get upset. I am. I've done it a couple of times just to let people know there's a lot under here. There's more to my story. Always, you know what I mean? Yeah, okay. And, and I have a little bit of chest hair, you know, and I'm not going to hide that. I <laughs> you am... should hide it, though. <laughs> I would like it, actually. I think most people would prefer if you did hide it. I feel like my chest hair came sort of. In my adult life, like all of my, I hope you were born with it. <laughs> we have our fourth and final, fifth and final baby. Are there five of you? Yes, and uh, the last one was born with a full chest of hair. Stevie Patterson, nine pounds nine ounces, twenty-one inches long, fully chest haired. Isn't it funny when babies are born with full heads of hair, though? That's amazing. It really is amazing because it's just so fascinating to me. Back to my body hair. Okay. I have a little tuft, as it were, of chest hair. I don't like that word. It's a light tuft. It's thinning. <laughs> um, but, you know, at the end of a stressful day. <laughs> <laughs> so I have this situation there. Flu wants to run her fingers through it. Well, who am I to stop her? <laughs> she doesn't. She never has. Never has. I have hair there that I feel like came when I was after college. Right. I feel like as like when when I became a father, I started to get dad body hair, and I will tell you explicitly where those places are. <laughs> My chest hair, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. It's kind of got a little triangle vibe. It's interesting conversation starter. Mm-hmm. Then I also have. A growing amount of shoulder hairs. <laughs> this is what my husband is like. You know what's interesting? What though? happens when these when these hair patches just start? I can now look behind me, like at the gym or something, see if anyone's there. And if I'm wearing like a like a tank top, yeah, I can see multiple hairs at times if the sun is right, just sticking up off of my body. What are you going to do about them? Are you just going to leave them? Or are I, you going to wax I, them off? I'm not going to wax them, but I individually pluck them. Strangely, in a weird way, it reminds me of my father because I remember there were a few times my dad wasn't like shirtless guy around the house, yeah. But there were a few times like I remember the upper part of his back and shoulders having freckles and then just like random dad hairs, mm-hmm. and now I've got them. The other 
place, the third and final place that I'm willing to tell you about where hair is growing on me. And this I am most upset about, and I have to use a razor to attend to it, is directly around my areolas. (laughs) Nipple hairs. Right around my nipples. So if you have a full chest of hair, if my mom's listening right now, sometimes she listens from Pittsburgh. I cannot express to you how disappointed she is in this segment. Jane. It's a lot. She probably is because I'm here. She might be. That's, that's very true. I love her. Um, just right around my nipples. And if you have a full chest of hair, you don't even notice. Right. But if you don't have a lot of hair on your body or chest. Yeah. And then you just have, let me be clear, long black hairs growing around your nipple. That decreases your look. My two-year-old calls nipples pom-poms. <laughs> And so I, <laughs> as you were describing this and caressing your own chest, I'm in the I'm same room with you. Though. I'm a visual storyteller. Okay. All I was thinking of is Steve has hair pom-poms. Hmm. He has hairy pom-poms. <laughs> I have hairy pom-poms. <laughs> Isn't that funny? In addition to that, my seven-year-old, you know, sometimes I'll peck pop. I'll just bounce a pack I, or two. Not sometimes. She all the time. finds it really wildly entertaining. But then we had to change how she talked about it because her other neighbor friend over like another eight-year-old girl and she's just like wait so-and-so come over here watch my dad do this thing with his nipples oh, and i'm like all right we have okay. to rephrase that yeah. and we can't we can't probably do this now. no what the hell did i bring all that up for how oh, many buttons should you how unbutton many buttons yeah but too many is not good like Two. down to the navel like these guys who do some people really i think it's a it's a vibe for different people because if you're out and about if you're like a guy out on the scene looking for another guy to date, then it's fully appropriate to have your your button unbuttoned down to your navel. I would have no I would see you and be like, "Great, you look great. You look awesome." But if you're like a dad mm-hmm. who is married to anyone, even dad, if you're married to another dad or a mom and then you've got it unbuttoned to your I, navel. I think guys, we don't want to do, we don't want to show our own side. I boob. think that's too much. I think that's too much. And I don't know why it's like dad life and then it's mom jeans, but whatever guys, it is, it is what it is. You do you, but you have to know that other people are going to think twice about you. <laughs> also, Barbie core is making its way into home design. Here's a 10 second story. The Barbie movie's coming out hot pink, becoming very hot in design, not only in fashion, you're wearing, wearing it today, it. Mm-hmm. but also into homes, accent walls, furniture, etc. It's the Barbie effect. Oh, hey, no. when we come back, cover story, our game with Rocco. That's next. Hey, it is Rocco for Crescent Tide Cremation. You know, my mom is a client of Crescent Tide. She's still around, but she's made plans for when uh, it is her time. And she did it at Crescent Tide. Why? Because she likes things done her way. She's never wanted a big, expensive funeral with people uh, looking at her laying in there. She's like, no, let's just keep it simple. Simple cremation, then you guys go have a nice dinner and celebrate me. She also likes to make things easy on my sister and me, so she made those plans so we don't have to stress about it, and we don't even have to pay for it. Hey, thanks, Mom. Uh, it's not just prepaying and pre-planning like my mom did. If you uh, do like I always encourage you, go look at those Google reviews of Crescent Tide. You'll see that they come through for families all the time when there's a death in the family, and they do so in a prompt, courteous manner, and almost everybody says not only are Lisa and Verlin great people, but it's the best price around simple cremations start at just eight hundred dollars check them out today use my talk keyword cremation i'm steve 
from the Don and Steve show. I it's, thought it was the Don and Steve experience. He usually is. Mm. There was a little there was a little pushback initially when we renamed our own show without running it by management. Yeah, they get upset about that. And uh, but now it's I, I believe it's been approved. Yeah, all the 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 rejoins and all that. It's it's great. It's the Don and Steve experience. That's Elizabeth Reese of uh, Twin Cities Live weekdays, three o'clock until four thirty on Channel Five. Opposite Ben Lieber. You bet he's benching right now. You think he's doing bench press? I don't know. Maybe cold plunging. So I have a thing with this cold plunge. He got a cold plunge tub at his house. I feel like maybe that... I don't know if it would be easier. I've tried the cold shower thing. My husband hasn't taken a warm shower in like three years. Wow. He does cold showers every single day. Cool? Cold. 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 And he doesn't like it when it's not cold enough. Like if the water... If we're somewhere else, where some places, you know, yes, like for yes. example, we were in California for spring break, Palm Springs. Mm-hmm. The water isn't ice cold coming out of the pipes, guys. Yeah, it's just not. Huh. Look here. I really have a hard time doing that. It's very difficult to breathe appropriately and to get your breath under control. From what I understand, the shower is more difficult than the plunge because of the moving water. So when the water is moving and like it's, you're being essentially like pummeled. By yeah. cold, doop, 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 doop. And there are parts of your body that aren't getting it. And then when you turn around to your back, the sensation all over again. Right. Turn around your front, sensation all over when again. When you get into the plunge, I think that it's easier. I'm, I haven't done this. I mean, I've, I've done the cold shower. Yeah. But I really only do a cold shower if I've like been out in the garden and I'm hot. And then I'm like, I got to ice cold this up. But I don't. I don't. I would like a cold plunge tub. I think that would be fun. I love my sauna, as you know. We, I'm obsessed. We started talking about b- briefly infrared saunas uh, yesterday, and then hot tubs, yeah. which I would really like a hot tub. Well, I know. I I think that I would like a hot tub too. Oh, I don't think I know. But now, me and the children. I don't know though. We have to pitch this to Shark Tank style, essentially to Lou. Yeah. Lou is convinced that it's one more thing that requires upkeep that we don't have a great track record of upkeeping. But I said, no, things have changed. I don't know about that, but things have changed. The hard thing about the hot tub and my parents had one for years and years. People, some people love them. Like my brother-in-law, he has a hot tub. They moved it from Minnesota to Texas. They're obsessed. Beautiful. Love it. He got the salt water one, you know, so it's not as much of the chlorine and like all the, all all the chemicals. Yeah. But, um, in Minnesota, in the winter, you really have to decide, because if you keep that son of a gun at 104 degrees all the time, that's very expensive. Sure. And so then you have to decide, you know, essentially 12 hours prior. In 12 hours, I am going to be in the hot tub mode. Mm-hmm. And so then you have to turn it on to get it. Now, maybe they're better now. Maybe they heat up faster. They could. The one my parents had was a long time ago. Yeah. I just know th- th- in this climate, when you have so many cold nights. Yeah. A hot tub is a better investment here than a pool, if you ask me. Listen, our boss, our for- your former boss, mm-hmm. my current bossy boss, yeah. Mandy, they have a hot tub. They love it. And she goes in it all the time. And yeah. the kids love to go in it. And she and her husband do kind of like date night in the hot tub. And they like bring a glass of wine Easy. out there and okay. sit. Well, you can- Don't get weird. You're the one who made out with the audience and spent 15 minutes talking about the hair around your areolas. And then that this is what got weird. Rocco. Jeez. None of it this is all, was taken out of context. This is a, an audio wow. version of libel, right? This you is defamation. Same, happened today? You do the same yes. kind of strange censorship that my parents did when I was a kid. We couldn't listen to Madonna, but I could read Stephen King novels. <laughs> so I would like you to explain to me the inconsistency there. 
And I need to write down what time Harry Areola talk happened. It wasn't that of... long ago, unfortunately. That was at eleven uh, fifteen. Okay. In case we might, that's an slow early jam. slow jam contender. <laughs> I do. I think whatever you do, though, that makes you like feel good. And if it's if it's a hot tub, if it's a sauna, if yeah. it's something like that, those like warm up experiences yes. that you can get in the winter are really important like red lights my next thing is i'm gonna get full red light panel steve patterson oh, crazy. and it is gonna be lit <laughs> okay. i'm gonna stand in front of those okay. panels okay anyway <laughs> we're gonna try to get a hot tub tomorrow is national onion day and if you go to outback steakhouse you can get yourself on june 27th a free blooming onion what's the catch there is no there is no catch. You I mean, have to order you, well, you an do adult-sized meal? You do have to get an adult-sized meal. Don't be a free litter. Don't just go in and ask them to give you the blooming well, onion. you're the one who just said. I'm just asking. Patronize the place. These are basic expectations. And all you have to mention to the server, they won't automatically give it to you for free. You have to give them the phrase and just say, hey, it's National Onion Day. I'd like a blooming onion. And then they will give it to you for free. I haven't had a blooming onion in probably 30 so years. Long. I bet I would. Love it. I bet I would love it, too. Salty, greasy, crispy. The guy who developed the Bloomin' Onion over 20 years ago, he said he selected 17 different spices to flavor the onion and an additional 37 spices in the dipping sauce. Remember when the Bloomin' Onion was demonized as being like the downfall of the American diet? It was like the comparison thing. A Bloomin' Onion. Sort of Cinnabon. That happened to Cinnabon, too. It's 1,500 calories yeah. in one thing. Like, everybody is eating a blooming onion every blooming day. <laughs> Watch your blooming mouth. <laughs> uh, hey, can we call the cafeteria, Rocco? Yeah, I think so. Let let's uh, let's dial the numbers. Yeah. I think I remember the number. We're about to find out. Hey, Brian. Hi, Brian. What's happening? It's Steve and Elizabeth Reese today. Hi, Brian. Hi. Hey, um... Happy Monday. What's the soup of the day? I have uh, Mexican corn and chicken noodle. Mexican hey, corn is that and, all chicken the same? and chicken noodle or what? Yes. So Mexican corn, chicken noodle. Whoa. Wait, that's one soup that's or two? A, Am I soup. an idiot? Wait, it's, one soup. That's one soup. One soup. So you're just saying screw a the Mexican norm. style chicken noodle with corn. Okay. All right. That took way too long for us to understand. Yeah, I know. It's just, it was a long weekend. It's, we're fine. Did you have a good weekend, Brian? I did. Did you go to Taylor Swift? I did not. Oh. I did go downtown. I had a race, but oh, that was early in the morning. He's runner guy. He's runner guy. Hey, quickly, what's the entree today, too? Uh, we have chicken tendies. Oh, those new, and they have a new way that they're they're doing them. It's a new breading. Looks oh. really good. Oh, that's great. Good. Uh, all right. I love you. Bye. I got to go. It's Brian from our cafeteria. I know. He's so nice. Um, Elizabeth, thank you for filling in today. Thanks for having me. Great to have you on. Love spending time with you. Um, Let's go get some lunch, huh? Okay. Come on. Just do it. Who cares? You have a show. Who cares? (laughs) Rocco, we love you. To all of our listeners, we love you. Coming in next, it's the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Lojay in after that. Love you long time. Bye now.